Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of All Star with the Mouse podcast. I am Nick Labazetta. And I'm Tony. And we're back after a nice, fun trip to Walt Disney World after two and a half years. Yep. First time we've been since the whole uh, pandemic went down for the 50th. So much new stuff. Oh, my God. It was a jam-packed trip. About. And when's the last time we did a podcast? February. February. Okay, so this is, uh, it's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. But, yeah, we literally got back last night, and I thought, hey, you know what? I'm always trying to get Nick to do these podcasts. He never wants to do them. He's lying 100%. <laughs> uh, but I thought, you know, everything's fresh in our minds. Uh, we should give our opinions on the things. And uh, just because there's so much new stuff. I, I don't think there's been as much new stuff in one single trip I've ever experienced. Since. I, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, we had uh, a whole new land. We had an expansion and ri- another ride. You had an extra ride in Toy Story Land. Yep. But yeah, we're going to talk about it all and definitely talk about the 50th anniversary. So should we just start from the beginning? Start from the beginning, yeah. Uh, easy easy flight. Very easy flight. <laughs> um, I do have an issue with the Magical Express. It sucks now. Yeah, it just like wasn't what it was last time. You know how it was showing things, new things coming to the parks, rides. It just was like commercials and music videos. Like one one of was like DVC. I'm like, what, what are you doing? DVC people don't need that. And aside, and aside from that, there was literally nothing about Disney World. Like it was it was just um, music videos. Yeah. Um, there and back, it was the exact same thing. There was only like the safety spiel for getting on and off. Um, and yes, like there was a, a music video for the Mandalorian, Raya the Last Dragon, um, Frozen Two. It was just very strange. It's supposed to get you in the mood, get you in the vibe, and it really didn't do. It that. really didn't. So like, but I, I guess I mean, I, it's on life support. It's only there for three more months, so they don't care. I guess yeah, I, that was that was very strange. Um, it still did kind of put me in the mood going through the uh, the archway. Oh, of course, which looked looked nice, decked out in the fiftieth colors. Uh, yeah, then we get to Wilderness Lodge, and it is. Beautiful. It's beautiful as ever. Wilderness Lodge is, you know, one of the best resorts on property. I've been wanting to stay at it for a while. Absolutely gorgeous. Just so relaxing in there. You know, you guys know I love, you know, the water uh, aspects of Disney World. And there's just so many great ones there. There's a hot spring in the lobby that flows out into a roaring waterfall. And then there's a uh, geyser, like, you know, mimicking Old Faithful that goes off every hour. Just so much stuff that is that is unique to the lodge. And this magic began immediately. We step off the bus, and a guy walks up and goes, Hello, Anthony. Hello, Nick. Just like, so, like, I did not expect that. All the times I've been going, we've been going to Disney. I don't think that's ever happened to us. We got name dropped immediately. Yeah, I've never, I've, I didn't even know that was a thing they were doing. I didn't I just, I was so impressed. I mean, I, I bet they saw, oh, these guys are coming on this bus. But still, it really it really gets you ready for a magical trip. It's just that little extra, exactly. extra touch. Yeah. Uh, and just to start out, all cast members were amazing. Yes, thank you trip. to everyone we interacted with, everyone we didn't interact with. We know that this was a very busy weekend, and even during the non-busy times, you're, you're the backbone of this place. Yeah, it was, um, you know, people have been saying, oh, they're overworked, they're, they're understaffed. You know, and, and you could tell sometimes based on, on how um, crazy it was around the 50th and certain things. Um, you could see it in, in some of their faces that they were overworked, but they, they always had a smile. They were always doing their best. Uh, they deserve a lot more than just, you know, thanks from two regular people. You know, the, the company should be doing more for them. But um, 
yeah, just you know, they were great overall. And um, we try to make it worth. We try to make every cast member we interact with know that we appreciated what they were doing and how they were making our trip better. Yeah, and uh, kind of just getting back to Wilderness Lodge. Um, it's just such a nice, relaxing place. And uh, you know, then you got the boat to Magic Kingdom. So simple. It was five minute boat ride and no real issues. Maybe you know the first day, maybe it was a twenty minute wait, but other than that. You know, in, in 20 minutes. Yeah, you know, and that's just unfortunate. Like, oh, we missed the we missed the bus on the we like literally just missed it. All right, so we get to Magic Kingdom. Now, first day, everything's basically a, a walk, and this is my first time there since our first time there since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was expecting long lines, and you know, we'll get to the 50th, but we saw no lines on on that. Day. I was shocked. It was a 20 minute walk in the middle, you know, middle of the day for Splash Mountain. And uh, twenty minute walk for twenty minute walk on for, uh, for haunted, haunted mansion. mansion. I guess not walk on, but twenty minutes for haunted yeah. mansion. Again, not bad at all. Yeah, very, very surprised. I was. I saw it is crowded, but it was dispersed a lot differently than I thought it'd be. Like there were the line was like two hall of presidents when we first got there, and we still like it. We really went very efficiently loading onto haunted mansion. All right, now, can I talk about the elephant in the room? Splash Mountain. Oh, boy. All right, now, you guys know my feelings on Splash Mountain. You know my feelings on the changes. It's my baby. I did it four times. Where I am right now, if if Splash Mountain is not going to get fixed, then let it get changed. It was disgusting how little care they have been putting in it. Every room, I think, had an issue. It was audio animatronics weren't working. Uh, water falls weren't going the splash effects weren't going um, when people would go down and you know you would get hit from the sides I there think w- that was a COVID you mean the the like when the people are dropping next yeah. to you I think that's a COVID thing what's the COVID or, thing or they're just stopping it because it hasn't been on since COVID okay and, well or, or they're stopping it because you know people don't like it the Liberty Bell isn't moving up and down it's a zippity you know, rocking, lady yeah, yeah yeah zippity lady I mean yeah not rocking back and forth the most egregious thing is there's no water in the laughing place the whole point of the laughing place is uh, the critters playing with the water going up and down it's it's shooting side to side those little streams it's not there nothing's there now I still love the ride I, it's still my favorite thing I still get goosebumps I still love um, zippity doodah but they don't care about it, Disney right now and it frankly it's sad and I'm like you know what I've done this thing enough I'd love to see it uh, refurbished. I'd love to see it taken care of. If they're just not going to do it, and just going to let it, you know, die the slow death. Fine. Give me, give me, uh, uh, what's your name? Tiana. Tiana. Give me Tiana. That's fine. It, 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 I just, I don't want, I don't want my baby to to go out like this. The only thing is, I'm thinking because you know they do that yearly winter December January refurb. If they're just waiting to then, but uh. They're not given any information on the uh, when it's being done. So, like, if they were going to say it's going to be here for a couple more years, and then they better keep it up to date. But if it's going to be going a couple months, I think then they're just going to let it rot. Yeah, I know. It's absurd. It's absurd. So, you know, get some information out there. Let us know if, or even, you know, I bet they don't even know. Are you doing it? Is Did it get cut because of COVID? Um, although they announced it during COVID, so so who knows, um, you know. But yeah, it's just as it is. It's it's not great. It needs to, you know. We went out with a couple of people, and it was just we were just laughing at at how how poorly everything was was being executed. And that you know that's not the feeling I want to have on it. 
I still I still loved it dearly. And, you know, I, I rode you know all the new stuff. Everyone's you know favorite new rides, and I'll still put Splash Mountain at the top of my list. But um, it's just it's sad right now. Um, so not too much else from uh, Magic Kingdom that day. Late- yeah. After that, we went to Disney Springs, which I think was the first time you really appreciated. Oh Springs. yeah, the, the, probably the biggest takeaway from my trip um, was how much I love Disney Springs now. Because I, I had gone, I went to the boathouse once on my own when I was visiting Nick when he was working there. We strolled around it one morning um, after Irma, you know, not really doing anything. This is my first time really experiencing the Springs. And oh my God, it is so nice. There's so much to do. I love the co-op, um, you know, just the, the restaurants. We were hitting a couple of the quick services. Uh, Jack Lindsay's, uh, Lindsay's is, is very cool. I want to get more uh, in depth with that. Uh, the highlight for me, Gideon's Bakery. 100%. I don't know how we got in, honestly, thinking about it. Because, it was like a 15-minute wait. Yeah, I know usually there's like the virtual queues and, you know, you got to wait hours. Um, but, yeah, we, we you know basically walked in. And uh, the, the theming is great. And they were talking to the cast members about it. You know, very um, uh, in-depth storytelling for just for such a small place. And those cookies are incredible. I think my unpopular opinion is out of the ones I ate, I, uh, I like the chocolate chip cookie the least. It was still amazing, but I thought the uh, cookies and cream one and the peanut butter one were, oh my God, incredible. Now for six bucks, they should be, and they are. Yeah, all delicious and all huge. We got them the first day and there were still some when we left the hotel room the last day. So that just shows how big they were. So that was basically it for uh, the first day. Well, for you, for me. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, us normies, we enjoy fireworks and the nighttime shows. So it was the last day of Happily Ever After. So me and a couple friends of mine, we got a prime spot, waited about 45 minutes. And to all the people who are upset that Happily Ever After is gone, I am right right there with you. And um, I will be talking about Enchantment, too, because I saw that uh, on the 50th anniversary. Uh, but yeah, like Anthony said, that was our first day. Second one was animal. Began with Animal Kingdom. Let me just say the I thank I now love Happily Ever After, and I love Happily Ever <laughs> After because all the people that were crying and waiting and waiting because of all them, I got to go on Seven Doors Mine Train twice, both times walk-ons. I did it twice <laughs> within 15 minutes. So God bless Happily Ever After. <laughs> Okay, on onward to day two. We uh, went straight to Pandora because that's our place. That's no matter what. And shockingly enough, we did Flight of Passage twice, and it was a walk-on both times. And we didn't get there a rope drop. We got there like an hour after rope drop. Yeah, it was one of those things, again, where it's just like I, I was – expecting almost promised insane lines and i was mentally ready like yeah i'm gonna wait in a lot of lines this trip walked on flight passage twice in in you know we did it twice in 20 minutes it was amazing um so yeah that that was incredible that ride is as incredible as it always is pandora is as incredible as it always is um there's uh there's still more details that i'm finding from pandora um, and it, it's amazing. I was finding some on my own. I was talking to some cast members. I mean, I, I researched that thing for hours and hours. And, you know, there's still stuff there I missed. There's still stuff in, like, the Haunted Mansion I had missed, too. So it's just, you know, it's incredible, the details of this place that you think you got it, you think you got it. Nope, Disney just says, nah, we're going to give you a couple more. But, yeah, Pandora was as as amazing as it always is. I have a 
newfound respect for the and a fly guy. Just just being a little more like feeling because you know, we all uh, you're talking about the guy the in the pre-show. pre-show. Yeah, no one no one likes him, but I like that he's just like a nervous nerdy researcher and he doesn't know how to act. So the, all the stuttering stuff really like I, I appreciate how they did it. I don't want someone uh, just to do it perfectly and kind of take you out of the moment. So it, it was it's funny. I, I understand that that show is just so long. And I get it. I understand it. But yeah. it is just so long. Yeah, but, I mean, would you rather just wait in a, another line? Another I mean, room? I would because I love the queue. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But most people aren't me. That queue is, is it's, you know, absolutely incredible. Love Hank in the Tank. They should yeah, have I they mean, should have Hank in the Tank action figures. They should. They are a, pl- a pin. Oh, yeah, plush. I want to carry them around. <laughs> um, yeah, so then we did Navi River Journey. Always great. That was like a twenty minute wait. Uh, best animatronic, still. Mm-hmm. I, I yes. was incredible. And then, um, what did we do after? I think we just did a couple other rides in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, not too much to to talk about in Animal Kingdom. Did the safari? Kilimanjaro. Found some, you know, uh, details in the safari I had missed. Again, it's just uh, you know, it's a it's particularly Animal Kingdom. You know that that place just so much depth to it. Um, so yeah, Animal Kingdom was great. Then afterwards we did Epcot. Correct? Yeah, Epcot. Um, it was the first time we have seen Future World in its uh construction stage. Now, obviously, it's a mess, but like it's not the end of the world because we know they're building something. Yeah, it's not you, this... you, you can't complain about construction. Exactly. This is exactly. how stuff gets to be, you know, made. Yeah. Let me say those um, the pillars in the fountain in front of Spaceship Earth, beautiful. I thought they were a lot smaller from the pictures. They were huge. And then at nighttime, even better. Yeah, my, my hot take for the fountain is I don't love it. Uh, I was ho- I thought there was going to be water streaming up through the pillars. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the pillars. It's a it's a original Epcot thing. I do like it, but I think they made a big deal out of it. I would prefer Fountain of uh, fountain Nations. Yeah, of course. I'm still bitter about that. It's a, it's a nice little fountain. Um, it's better than the the graveyard of uh, Leave a Legacy stuff that mm-hmm. was there before. Um, Epcot, it shined that 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 uh, Spaceship Earth shines the, at night with the new colors. Yeah, it is the, the, beautiful. It's one of the beacons of light. I think they're being called. Or yeah, beacons. Maybe. All of the icons have it. We yeah. only saw two. I really only saw one. But um, it, yeah, it's, it, it's all, all so great. And you can see it. You know, like even if you're 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 driving. And you're not in Epcot, you you can see it, and it's you know it's gorgeous, just you know on you know on the way to or from it. Just it's a great another example of like that that weenie beckoning you mm-hmm. over. And then at night, so like at nighttime with the pillars lighting up, that spaceship Earth lighting up, the monorail going through with its new light job under the wheels, and the flags uh, with all the Epcot icons, it really just just a great place to kind of just like hang out for a little bit. Now I don't think I I told you this. But uh, we were about thirty seconds away from the board of Disney. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I, I was looking through um, uh, some Disney forums later that night, and they they took a picture of Josh and of uh, the two Bobs, good Bob and bad Bob. <laughs> I think I'm not sure 100 percent if all three were there, but at least Iger, excuse me, Chapek and Josh were there. Um, and, and the picture was, and then I looked at one of my pictures of Spaceship Earth, and it was literally like a minute away. Now, honestly, I don't know if I would have been able to pick them out. So maybe they were there. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, if the if the lights were on, I mean, if if the if it was daytime, I mean, 
Um, but that would have been amazing. The, the, it was nighttime. The, the thing is, we could have. Uh, it's a shame we could have saved Disney because we could have yelled at Chapek. <laughs> he would have listened to us. We were, you know, passionately explained why he's doing we would have everything. Brought wrong. him on the podcast to talk <laughs> it out. <laughs> well, he listens. I mean, yeah. obviously he's. He's uh he's he's a fan. He would he, he would he, he, he would be, he he would be shy to, to you know he saw us. He didn't want to say. He sent me a couple of Instagram messages. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so I think the only other thing about Epcot is you know, I mean proof of proof that he listens to us. Regal Eagle. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. Regal Eagle. We, if you guys know, we talked. You know, we said America needed to take that smoker that they use for the festivals, make a quick service barbecue restaurant out of it. They did just that. I will always and forever believe that someone somewhere listening to this podcast. And let me tell you, Regal Eagle, maybe my new favorite place in Epcot. It was it great. It is so nice in there. Now, the food is good. It's not great. It's good barbecue. Honestly, I think the barbecue they had at um, uh, festivals was, was a little better. This is maybe a little more mass- uh, produced since there's, there's more of it but the place is so nice it's so relaxing great details great theming it's going to be a stop every time for me and and it's so nice because now america has something that i i actually care about yeah and even um the new jazz thing in the in the american Adventures I, 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 yeah i like that a lot i assume that'll be well i was going to say temporary but who knows japan still has the culture of cute um, so, you know, I'd like to see stuff like that get switched out. You know, it's only so many times you can go in and, and hear about, you know, jazz musicians or cute culture or, um, uh, you know, fashion in Morocco or something. But, yeah, it's it's a great little thing right now. But, yeah. Um, but, you know, the Regal Eagle was that was because of us. Because if you rearrange the letters of Regal Eagle Smokehouse, it becomes All-Star with the Mouse podcast. Yes, it does. You need to add By a, Nick and Tony. Yeah, you need to add and take out a couple letters, but you'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's 100%. And, um, yeah, it was just so nice in there. So, so relaxing in there. The burnt end uh, beans were not good. Disappointing, but that was the only disappointment. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to stop there every time. It's going to be a little place to take a I break. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, we, I'm trying to think what else we did in Epcot. We went to the Creation Shop, the new uh, the new mouse gear. Terrible. Um, I don't think it's terrible. It does have a mall vibe to it, but it's a lot bigger, uh, a lot brighter, uh, I do miss the charm of Mouse Gear. Yeah, it's, but, it's soulless. Yeah, it's soulless, generic. But um, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Kind of gave me like new World of Disney vibes, but I kind of think World of Disney was a little better. Kinda, World of Disney's nice. It had a nice. I don't want to say rustic, but uh, not creation. No, no, no. World of Disney. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that was day two. Day can I just say Spaceship Earth? Man, it. That's another one. It's just a shell of its former self. I think. I think the only issue is the last scene. To be honest, the the Welcome to the Future. Get rid of that. Add it to what it was before, or an updated version. Because half the time the pictures don't work. And let's be honest, we've all seen every outcome for uh, the the Choose Your Own Adventure. And I'm not. Ta- I'm not a big you know, uh, you know, crazy guy about having to you know be healthy and you know scared of COVID and everything. But I'm not touching this screen that a million people have touched. They ain't wiping that thing down. I, yeah, I think you're right. So, I mean, if they could update that last scene, I think Spaceship Earth um, wouldn't be as good as the Jeremy Irons one, but I think it would it would definitely be close. Um, then, yeah, onward to the 50th anniversary. And let's say, uh, let me say, people were lining up before the sun was up for that. So we were expecting a lot of craziness. Yeah, I, I walked in to that... Um, park that day and thinking all right i'm just gonna be you know 
being happy that I'm here, mindful that I'm here, thinking about the history of this place. And if I ride three rides, I'll be happy. Now, we'll obviously talk more about the day. But I walked out of that place riding more rides than I have ever ridden in a single day, probably in 10 years. It was amazing. Everything was a walk-on all day. Middle of the day, our friends had gone to um, uh, Seven Doors Mine Train. 15 minutes. I went a little later in the day, about 15 minutes. There was no lines for anything. Where were all the people, Nick? They were either shopping at the Emporium or Big Top or eating at one of the many quick service places. And that's where all the crowds were. I like I remember walking from uh, Big Top to Tomorrowland to go on People Mover and I saw uh, just a huge crowd of Cosmic Grays and I was like, thank God we don't go there. We don't want to go there. I wound up getting lunch at Westward Ho because uh, or maybe Golden Oak. Um, but it just because there was no mobile order so it was just a line of like five people so it was easy to get in and get out. And it was one of the 50th anniversary treats to try. And it was also um, people getting in line for popcorn buckets. Oh, yeah. Now, I I personally, I, I had a great time at the 50th. Me too. I was disappointed that Disney didn't do anything special like a rededication ceremony or, you know, some talk about Walt or something. Um, I I visited the, the dedication plaque. I always like to read it. You know, gave me goosebumps thinking about it. Um, but they, they should have some, done something. They dropped the ball. Now they could use... I talked to a Disney uh, higher up, actually, just, you know, on the on the street. And she said... Um, and she, she was being honest. She's like, they said, you know, COVID was the reason. But, you know, we can have fireworks every night. So who knows what it was in the era of JPEG. Um, I think, honestly... The, the bigger disappointment of that day was the the fan base. I think if they you're so rude, you're coming to Disney World on the 50th and all you care about is getting merchandise or getting pictures of your your cupcake or popcorn buckets. You're getting into fights at the Emporium. You're yelling at cast members. Come on, guys. I talked to cast members at the Emporium at Big Top and leaders and uh I asked how they were doing, and I, again, I gave them our appreciation. And they, yeah, they said there are a couple, there are some rude people. Just like, don't take it out on the cast members because there's not much they can do, especially with crowds like that. Um, it was, uh, it, it, that was disappointing to see that, like, I saw, like, I saw fights in the Emporium. Yeah, r- be rude, you know, just, just grabbing, you know, just like the gluttony and, um, and you know, 7.30 in the morning, these things are on. Uh, eBay, you know, mm-hmm. for for jacked up prices. Now, if you want to wait two hours for you know a pin or, or a hat or something, yeah, the day of stuff, yeah, for okay. yourself, yeah, yeah, go 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 ahead. Nothing wrong with that at all. But being rude to cast members on the fiftieth anniversary, the day of the fiftieth anniversary, being rude to other other guests, you know, like or or doing this thing to sell, I, I think it, in in people who were um, looking at you know videos and stuff. Everyone was like, oh, my, you know, people online were like, I would never go to that thing. It's so miserable. It made us all look like like morons. Um, but again, as long as if you did the park right and in the right way, I just mean not being a jerk. It was it was a great day. They gave us a great uh, poster at the end that honestly, like, you know, they could have sold um, and, and people would have bought. It's a great little poster. Um, actually, it's not that little. It's, it's fairly big. Um, there was and you know, that was the night that uh, Enchantment started uh the the poster the um statues look great 
it, it was one of the best days I've ever had in the park. We were with a bunch of uh, friends. You know, I, I never really, I only go down with Nick. I never really had people I know in the park, so that was, that was cool. Um, gr- really great day overall in the park. Yeah, shout out to everyone we hung out with. Shout out to all the people we met. We met some pretty big uh, influencers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really nice to see like Molly from All Years and Lou Mangella from WDW Radio, um, and yeah, for, I loved the Fab Fifty statues. I think that's a great collection to the, um, or a great way to celebrate the fiftieth all over the parks. I think it's very smart what they're doing. Just a great way to like. I, I I was like I have to go to the parks to see these pictures or see these statues. Um, yeah, everything was a walk on. We did. Uh, Splash twice mm-hmm. and walked on both times. Pirates throughout the twice day. Twice walk ons. Um, Did space for the first time in like a decade. Also thought walk I was on. thought I was gonna die. Oh my god, that's terrifying. <laughs> it's a crazy ride. Um, and then enchantment. Uh, Anthony left because he's not a fireworks. Yeah, I guy. don't do fireworks. I he's, walk to the poly. That a- walk is long. <laughs> don't do I, it. I did it after fireworks. You're exactly right. But the the enchantment, I think. After more time watching it, it could beat Happily Ever After. Uh, it was done so well. Some people, like, you know, Happily Ever After, they're going to say you have to get as close to the castle as possible. I watched it close to the castle, and I watched it on Main Street both times this trip. I think you might want to watch it on Main Street, maybe a little closer to the castle on Main Street itself. But you can see the new projections on uh, all over, and it really, like, really added more to it, and the fireworks were better. Uh, the music, the, I the music, I don't know. I kind of have an issue. There's no m- moment where you really feel something like you did in the go the distance part of Happily Ever After. But um, if you're just like not looking for that part of the show, you really will enjoy this. The music was great, uh, like the new song. I mean, uh, no, and, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Um, and there's two big more first one and the last one and i think they're both they're both fine i think they're better than the happily ever after song but um i'm gonna take in the opinion of someone who doesn't even enjoy fireworks so well uh, i i okay so i was at geyser point one night while they watched enchantment again and geyser point is incredible it's relaxing it's one of the best additions to a resort and they pump in the music for for uh enchantment yeah they do that all the resorts yeah uh, and that resorts. first song that we, you are the magic or whatever, it's the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Well, I mean, your opinion's invalid because you don't like anything from Happily Ever After. So. I, I love We Go On. That's a good original song. We're not getting anything like that again, so. I, uh, yeah, I know. That's a testament to, to where we are. But that that song was horrendous. Um, and, and now, let's be honest. You are kind of in the minority. Most people do not like this show. Most people watch it on the live stream and didn't watch it in person. So I think that's the issue. I think these people have to go in person before they can make a constructive argument. I mean, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't say one way or the un, uh, the other. Um, all I'm saying is what I heard was very bad. No, I think I think that's just upset of Happily Ever After being gone. Not um, me. <laughs> yeah, you, obviously. Well, you didn't... Uh, the only thing you don't like is the song. The only thing you know of the is thing, the song. Yes. Yeah. I... I, I um, you know, I, I think don't, you, I understand how people can complain about like fireworks, but um, yeah, you know, yeah, like, you're right. I can't say they're bad or anything. Um, I and you know, just I think that's why I cared about. I that's you know, I loved Illuminations just because it wasn't just you know, oh look at all you know like dreams, magic, wishes, uh, you know, Lilo, 
you know, like all these IPs. It was just it was something unique to the park. And and like, let's be honest, the Illumination show, not the best. You have a small globe that everyone complains you can't see, but the music is the best music of anything ever. Now, the fireworks are great. The fire's great. The the flames, yes, but like the centerpiece, like what everyone's. But how do you have a show in the Magic Kingdom for the fiftieth with no Walt? And no Mickey. Well, it's not for the fiftieth. It's debuted for the fiftieth. Yeah, but um, like this won't just be here for the fiftieth. It's not new. here for just eighteen months. No, I don't think they would put all that effort in. Um, the the I, I wasn't expecting Walt and Mickey because the only time we've ever gotten Walt and Mickey is one of the shows celebrate the magic, one of the projection shows, not even the fireworks show. So I was going in with no expectations of that, and you shouldn't have either. No, I guess not. Yeah, but um, right about that. Enchantment, it is great. Uh, uh, and I think after that, what did we do? We went to the Poly, hung out there. Yeah, nothing to It was good to be at one of the resorts that opened on opening day as well. So yeah, that was pretty that's cool. that's great. That's fantastic. Um, and then we went to bed and woke up for Epcot again. And uh, it was good and bad for Epcot because um, we could not do the boarding pass in the beginning we at for seven Remy, o'clock for remy's ratatouille correct adventure. yes um we couldn't couldn't get us so we had to wait till one o'clock and we we're, we're people who like to go back to the hotel in the middle of the day and rest uh because we pay for nice hotels so we want yeah we to want to enjoy uh, the appreciate hotels. it it's exactly. one thing if you're like sta- when i stayed at the pop to or all-star sports to visit you i didn't go back to the hotel but yeah, if we're at the boardwalk or the poly or something, we want to enjoy the hotel. So yeah, we usually go kind of rest for a couple minutes. Yeah. So um, that was going to be our plan and trying to figure out where we could fit in the boarding pass at one o'clock. Um, and I was going to Animal Kingdom later that day. Yeah, exactly. I was going to go back for the new fireworks show. But so basically what happened is one o'clock hits and uh, we get like 178 and it's six hours and we... Uh, like an hour goes by and we're noticing that the number, the time remaining till your number is called isn't changing. Yeah. Our friends that they had gotten an earlier one and mm-hmm. theirs was changing. It was changing slow, but it was still changing. And then like two hours in, ours still says six hours. So it's like, and, and the disclaimer for the boarding pass, which I didn't realize is you're not guaranteed if you get in the boarding pass to do this right. Now we, we experienced that because we, if we had stayed on this boarding pass, we wouldn't have been able to ride it. Yeah, I was, I was paying attention to it. Our number never got called. We were like 170-something. But we got be, we got to join the party of our friends uh, for an earlier one, and so we were definitely able to ride it. Um, I, I don't like the boarding pass system at all. It's terrible. I think th- the way it is, it's horrible. I could be if – the, if the only thing they want to do is avoid a crowd, they could totally – revamp the boarding pass system um and make it make it way better it's just like if this is the only thing you want to do in epcot you have like a a 50 a 50 chance of not getting it if you're a millisecond late on hitting those buttons you you can't get it so it's just like all of that all we're paying all this and everything about disney uh you shouldn't have to worry about can I ride this ride? If you want to wait four or five hours, wait four That's or five hours. Yeah. No one will think you're crazy for wanting to wait long for the new ride. And also, they, they had long lines 
for Frozen. They had long lines for Floyd the Passage. They had long lines for Seven Doors Mine Train. They had long lines for every ride that's ever opened. They can do this. But once again, and I, I think this is it, if you're in line, you're not buying stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think, and if that really is the case, they could revamp it so maybe, you know, the numbers don't go up to 150, maybe go up to the thousands, but the numbers get called way quicker. And you're able to get through the uh, through the queue more efficient and not like you were waiting, but you're still walking around. And that's that's my issue. I think it could definitely be improved. It just needs some, a little and, more effort. And it can also screw you over. Like I, we had to revamp the whole day. Yeah, I exactly. had to stay there. But also, like, you know, we had a, a good group of people with us that went to cast service, guest services and, and got us on their thing. And, and, you know, thank you to them. But if not for them. I would have been in the I would have been in Epcot literally all day, not riding Ratatouille. I would have been that would have been miserable. Yeah, we would have definitely been upset. And yeah, I again. So I like going to back to our resort and hanging out, enjoying Wilner's Lodge. And I was just stuck sitting around towards the end of it for a few hours. Again, we had good people to keep us company, but like my feet were hurting. I left after riding and then just you know hung out and went to Geyser's Point. Um, just because I'm not watching the the fireworks, but yeah, if you, you know if you want to do something at night, like Nick was, he was he was dying um, when you got. There. I had my obligation to you people to um, watch the new Harmonious, uh, going in with the greatest of expectations and reporting back to it. But before we did that, uh, we did the new Club Cool, and I love it. There was one drink I didn't like, and that wasn't Beverly. I I think Beverly is great because you know. It, it was the only one to stay, and it, it, it's a staple. Like you have to have the Beverly. You have to do the. Oh, it's so bitter. Uh, it was. A, it was a little. It wasn't as bitter this time. But Club Cool is great. I. I don't like that there's a line, but I think you know that's something to do with COVID because it, it was pretty socially distant. You had a couple of minutes to try everything. Um, I really. I. I always love Club Club Cool, and that's a staple for me. That's one of my must dos when I'm in Epcot. But uh, on to Harmonious. I don't like it, and I won't like it. Let me say the barges during the show are beautiful, done just perfectly. Just the 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 way they move, the way the water flows, the lights, the fireworks are great. The the twenty minute show does not forgive having to look at it all day, every day in World Showcase Lagoon. It it, it it's a hindrance to the pictures. I love my pictures, and I just think because of a of a nighttime show we shouldn't have to see that the whole time i'd be fine with it leaving and they have some some version of harmonious without those but again it did look really good the music was terrible every part of it was bad i don't like seeing ips in epcot again you're going from illuminations to epcot forever it was like that's a downgrade but they're keeping epcot in with all the uh in, one spark of light, uh, the horizons, veggie fruit, fruit, uh, even tapestry and nation stuff. And so that was great. But then just adding like, Oh, here is uh, reflection done in Chinese or remember me done in Mexican. Like I didn't like that at all. I thought all the music was bad and I don't think it, while it did look good, it, 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 we have to sacrifice great views for uh, the show. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it, but those things are so ugly. Um, it is funny though about um, harmonious. There were four people 
not counting me, four people in our group. There's Nick, one of his very good friends, and then um, two two other friends. Now, Nick and, and his friend, they both hated Harmonious, and they both loved Illuminations. They were, you know, they were fanboys and, and fangirls, and, and, you know, rightfully so. So she had a Illuminations t-shirt or hat or something, necklace, whatever. Now, they, they loved Illuminations. They hated Harmonious. The other two couldn't care less about Illuminations, and they loved Harmonious. So it's just funny how coming from that Illuminations um, place, you seem to not like it more. It could be some bitterness. It could just be you expect more from Epcot. Um, I'm not you know, saying you're wrong at all. I'm sure I would have this exact same opinion. But it was just funny, uh, the exact 100% difference of whether or not you liked Illuminations reflected on what you were going to think about this one. And another thing, like if you're not looking at the barges right in the center of the circle, whether it be in between the shops when you enter World Showcase or the American Adventure, you're not going to get as good of a show as I got because it's going to be half a sh- circle or like just the the wall of the barge where I got to see the full circle uh, animated with the projections. So like, it's just like, why have it had the center beast be something that 90% of people watching can't see. I don't get that. I don't like that. While it did look good, I'm not going to wait in another hour for it again. Uh, I might watch it one more time from the side to see if it really is a downgrade or if it was like, okay, I, I mean, I get why they're doing it. It's not that bad, but um, I miss Illuminations. I'll say that all day, every day. Yeah, I'll never I'll never stay for this thing. Yeah. You realize we didn't talk about Ratatouille, though? We didn't. A lot of complaining. <laughs> but, okay, Ratatouille. Well, first, Fran- the France expansion. Incredible. Everything about it. Incredible. So nice. Oh, my God, incredible. The detail in that place, the design, the theming of it. It's like a Pixar version of France. It's amazing. It's like it's, you're right in the movie. It's absolutely amazing. Again, Imagineers crushed it. And I, you know what? I don't think I realized they were expanding that much. Um, and, and it is incredible. Now, it's of course, it, it's packed to the gills. It opened that or the day before. Um, so it's not like it's relaxing or anything, but it is beautiful, and I'm going to spend so much time there. Um, Even the crepe place was delicious. Crepe place was great too. Yeah. Um, Ratatouille, the ride. Nick, what do you think? This I, is the this is our, the first new ride I've been on in in years since 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 Flight of Passage. The, yeah, the first new one I've been on since Slinky Dog in 2018. Uh, so it's been three years for me. I I mean, it's our first trackless ride. It was amazing. I didn't know what to expect with a trackless ride. Um, just, I, we, I don't really want to go into details just in case no, someone no, listening no, yeah, yeah. is is getting for it, go, going to go on it. But it was great. It, like You really felt, even the queue uh, starts the immersion. Uh, actually, the outside area starts the immersion. The queue brings yeah. you even, even more into it. Uh, just even looking around, like not paying attention to what was right in front of us. I was looking around. Uh, like in the kitchen area and it was just so so beautiful just I, I really felt like I was there I I we did this we did Mickey and Minnie we did Rise of the Resistance Ratatouille was my favorite of the three and I walked off of that saying this is maybe my favorite attraction in any Disney park I've ever been in now a couple minutes later I was like all right I'm still gonna put Flight Passage ahead I'm still putting um, Everest and uh, Splash Mountain ahead but it's it's top five for me. Yeah. I and I think so. I think I liked it a little more 
than you did. But I love Red too. I just love uh, you know the the atmosphere uh, of it. I love the you know the the French night of the you know feeling that you got while walking through the queue. I love just the idea that it's based on you know this culinary thing. I thought the trackless thing was incredible. I realize the other ones are a little more um, technologically uh, impressive, but the Ratatouille, I could do it every day. I'm in, I'm in um, Epcot, and in, in fact, I probably will as long as it's not the virtual queue thing. But I walked away from that. It's my, it's my favorite ride in Epcot, 100%. Top five ride in the park, absolutely incredible. Got nothing bad to say about that expansion area or the ride itself. Top five ride in Disney World, I meant to say. But yeah, perfect, incredible, amazing. Onward to Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, you know, it's not our favorite. In fact, it's our least favorite. So we were going in there with a lot to do because we didn't see, um, we did not see the new Star Wars ri- uh, rides, the new Star Wars Land at all. Anthony never did Slinky Dog, and we both never did Mickey and Minnie. And so first thing we did was. Uh, we wanted to kind of avoid the rope drop crowd for it was, I'm just thinking it was, it was all new for yeah. Hollywood Studios. Everything so we did new. was everything, new. Everything, literally everything. Everything you did was new. Even the restaurant. Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't we, we didn't really rope drop. We got there as it was opening, but it's not like we got there super early. Yeah, no, we got there We got there right when the park opened. And we did Mickey and Minnie. Uh, waited yeah, less than a half hour. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, that is so. Mickey and Minnie, I feel, is better than uh, Ratatouille. And I can understand that. It's it, Mickey it Minnie's incredible. Such a a fun ride. Just even the pre-show. I think. I, Don't say anything about the pre-show. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just trying to think like where it is in my list of pre-shows. Um, it might be the best. Is Haunted Mansion a pre-show or is that the attraction? Haunted okay. Mansion is a pre-show. I would say. Okay, well, we ha- were having that talk. We actually. were. We were uh, the first um, time we were. And, and we, you can, we can have that talk again with Flight. Uh, with, excuse me, with uh, Rise of the Resistance mm-hmm. pre-show. Um, the pre-show, it there's there's a certain thing that happens in the pre-show where it's like, this is Disney. This yeah. is Disney because I don't. I wasn't expecting it. I don't know how the hell they just did that. It's and it's just brilliant. But yeah, the, the ride's amazing. Uh, did I, I, I like Remy more? Yes. Is there anything I would I'll ever say bad about this thing? No. It's it's Yeah, no, this is just a personal preference thing. Yeah, it's uh it's incredible. And mm-hmm. we did it twice, loved it even more the second time. That song's a bop, let me tell you. Yeah, that, nothing and that's a you that's a, a new song, right? Yeah. So I love that they're doing new music. First Mickey ride yeah, first Mickey ride, you know, Phil Her Magic wasn't a ride. Um so that's that's amazing. But yeah, just uh, the the cue's boring. The queue is nothing impressive. Well, I, I, I figured it out, but it, we're going there to see the new short. We're going to the theater yeah. for a premiere. So I kind of get what... Because it's just a theater? It's the Chinese theater. Yeah, I understand that. So we're going there for the premiere, and then Antic starts. Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. Um, um, but yeah, it, oh my God, it is so fun. It was it was great. Uh, every part of it, I that's like that'll be our family's go-to ride. When we're in Hollywood Studios, um, let me try. It was another trackless one, which I mean, I, that stuff is cool. It I, really I don't is. Know, I don't know what now. Is 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 Universal trackless? I don't know. Again, we don't do Universal. We're not those. We're not fans of, of that. We're not we're those not, dirty yeah. people. <laughs> um, uh, but there might be some. But I know there's a couple in other Disney parks around the world that are trackless, like Pooh's Honey Hunt. Uh, Honey Hut in, I believe, Tokyo. I th- I think Remy in Europe, in France, was the first trackless yeah. ride ever. Mm-hmm. Which, again, Disney being the innovators. And 
um but it is great and again it is the, the next trackless ride is our next ride we did which was rise of the resistance of galaxy's edge now before we talk about the rides i think we should talk about just the land itself beautiful it looks great we're not huge star wars fans again we weren't huge avatar fans but we can i can appreciate the land i i think if you're any star wars fan you, you're gonna love it i really like felt i was in it like at the marketplace at the shops uh, seeing that millennium falcon even not as a big again not as a big one i saw the millennium falcon i'm like that's awesome it, it was, was really cool, cool seeing that yeah i i love i did love the land and looking back more i was like damn damn this is is really nice and i because i've said on this show before and you know just in personal talks i don't understand why they didn't make it you know hoth or anakin's home planet or something um and part of me still feels like that but as a as a f- someone who's not I, I like star wars but i'm not a huge diehard fan you know if i was in middle earth i would be crying or something for lord of the rings yeah but i wouldn't be like that for star wars but as someone who's not a huge fan i like this more because i you know, I didn't. You know, I wouldn't care as much about Hoth, but I just felt like I was in a Star Wars planet or mm-hmm. a land that could have been in Star Wars. I, you know, the the theming of um, uh, the the marketplace, uh, Black Spiral Outpost. I love you know the Ronto Roosters theming, the theming of the 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 shops, incredible. And uh, we had a we had a friend with us, and you know, big Star Wars land person. She was pointing out all the details to me. She knows I, I love all that stuff, and everything she pointed out just made me love this place more and more and more. There's some small ones. There's tributes. There's some awesome awesome things. You know, go fill up your water bottle and, and watch what happens. Um, and it was just like, yes, this is Disney. I, I I'm as a not huge Star Wars fan. I don't care. It's still a great place. Is it Pandora? No. Of course not. Nothing ever will be. But it is incredible. Um, I'm going to have to spend so much time there because there's so much I'm going to have to write about for the book, or for the next book. Um, but yeah, just uh, the, the land is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And I think I think it's, I don't have an issue with it not being a di- like a, a known planet because, um, you know, me and your average Star Wars fan or even your uber Star Wars fan you're going to walk in that place and not know what to expect. All three of us are going to go in with, like, n- not knowing what's going to happen. Like, if, if it was Alderaan or Hoth or uh, any of those other ones, people are going to expect, like, okay, where's this? Where's that? Where's this? But uh, just being able yeah, that's, to— that's a good point. Being to, like, we're all going to walk in as novices of this place. I mean, they they you can do it successfully. Universal did it for—, for Harry Potter. I'm sure Disney could do it successfully. Yeah. But the, I I almost like this more because it's just like, you know, oh, I'm just in some random planet. And I and um, she was telling us uh, the the story about uh, Black Spiral Outpost and, and Galaxy's Edge and Batu and why it has all these these names. And I was really understanding and and respecting it more from from a purely money profit standpoint. I don't understand why they didn't decide to do you know old school things and I have a couple more thoughts for the ride but I don't care I thought the attraction excuse me I thought the the land is is incredible um I, if I was a Star Wars fan I can't imagine how much money I would spend there <laughs> you know but um yeah just you know and the Ronto Rooster I, I great little quick service yeah I, I think love that place. um yeah before we talk about the ride let's just go through a couple more things yeah the Ronto Roasters I think we had the breakfast Ronto wrap uh, very delicious. I would like to try the the original one, but um, I mean, food's good, but the theming of that place. Yeah, like that the dude in the center just 
with the with the engine heating up the food. That was it was great. We had the blue milk. I felt yeah. like we had to have the blue milk. Had to have it. It's absurd. It's like eight dollars. It was eight dollars. It was good. It was not eight dollars. It, it was good. It was I'm good. glad I had it. And honestly, I you know it was refreshing. Um, I could see myself getting it again. I know. would try green milk. I would try green milk too. I, apparently, it's a little more citrusy. Um, nice. I, li- I like the refreshing, like tropical one of the blue. Um, I would get it with rum too. That would probably be that would probably nice. Be nice. All the shops we went into were great. We went to the Droid Depot. We saw where you get Kyber crystals um, for your lightsaber. We couldn't get into August Hantine, unfortunately. Um, and the only other thing before the rides, uh, I found the the, the golden Jar Jar. <laughs> well, I had someone point out to me, but I found it so our lord and savior is displayed the um the roman characters just wouldn't they weren't roman because of the pandemic but alexander the great and uh uh so uh the like chewy and ray chewy ray and i don't know the name of the character that was created for uh galaxy's edge yeah um i think i don't know her name i wish we could figure it out. I, I not even know they created one, but I, I love that they add that. I love, yeah. She's stories. she's her own. Yeah, like it's not like again nothing. A, a, a huge fan in me. I don't know what to expect from this person. And then we saw stormtroopers. We saw Kylo Ren. It really was like a, a it was great. Like I get I get you can't do that in Pandora because you know Navi's are giants, but um, it it really was like adding a little extra immersion to to the land and when it's not covid i bet it's even more cool because we were told that you know stormtroopers would just come up to you and, and yell yeah. at you or something yeah. or ask you know your credentials and that's that's just got to be amazing i understand you know understand they can't do it but um but that that's got to be so cool all right onward to the to the rides yeah first one we did was rise of the resistance uh first thing i gotta say is i didn't like the queue I kind of get where we were going with the queue. I really don't want to spoil much. No, but the queue, the queue's boring. Yeah. There is a waterfall. It's the only water feature in Hollywood Studios that's not found, but I did find one, so it gets credit for that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I think oh, we were talking about the pre-show. In my opinion, the pre-show ends when you go outside. That's probably the best way to say something about spoiling. Yeah, the pre-show, the queue ends when the pre-show starts, in my opinion. Yeah, but so the pre-show is yes the scene right before you go outside. Yes. Uh, when you go outside, outside. No, li- yeah, literally outside. Okay. So you're saying... We're trying we're trying not to spoil you're anything. You're saying yeah, takeoff, is the and show. even though there's a second part where you walk, that's... Yeah, that, well, that's not outside. I, I'm saying, you're saying that's part that's of the part attraction. That's part of the attraction. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I might just be, it might, I, but I don't know. That's, I don't know if I disagree either. It is. It is up for argument. It's really changing the because let's let's just say it, it's the most technically impressive attraction. It was. I was. Sho- you'll ever see. I was shocked by so many things on that. Like my expectation, my expectations were, I was. It was exceeded every t- step of the way. It really was amazing. There, there is a part I won't say it, but everyone knows it. When you know it's early on, and let's just say doors open, and you feel like you are in a Star Wars movie, yeah. And it's one of those things where it's just like, I'll never forget that moment. And it's just like, I've never, I love all you know, I love attractions, obviously, but I've never, no feeling like that ever. It's absolutely mind blowing, and it's the first time, really, 
cast members are brought into uh, the story. The story. Like, actually, like, you know, like there's the cast members at uh, Tower of Terror or Haunted Mansion get into the vibe, obviously, but they're not in it with you. These guys, you know, in the beginning are playing a role. Um, yeah, the ride. Everything is, about it was great. It's like a, a 20 minute experience. And I, it is I would an experience. Say. It is an experience. Yeah, it was just, and again, another track list. These track list things are so cool. I can't wait to see more of them. There, there's a in part. The park. I'm just going to do this, and you're going to understand what I'm talking 100%. about. Hundred <laughs> percent. So great. It was it, like, and I, they set it up so perfectly. I, I I can't like I really felt like I was in space, and that that's like it's not it's hard sometimes for to be brought into a ride, and definitely with these new ones, I think they did a great job with it. Incredible. And this one especially. Incredible. The only thing I'll say about Rise of the Resistance, and I said this to you, and you know, I there's not you can't have a complaint about mm-hmm. the the ride. Just a, my personal take. Sometimes I was I was sitting there and just thinking, I wish that was Darth Vader, or I wish that was the Death Star, because just for me personally, I don't really care about these characters. Not a big fan of the sequel trilogy. Now I understand it's their movies. But I think, and I understand it goes along with the theming of, of the, the, place. the story of the yes. land, yeah. Just in my personal opinion, I couldn't imagine if you replace one of the characters with Han, or one of them with Vader, or one of them with the Empire, or you know, the, the place with the Death Star. For me, that would have been incredible. I didn't, I didn't care about really the story mm-hmm. of it, um, just because I, you know, I don't care about these new the the resistant the resistance i'm a rebel um you know like a rebel old school um so that's the only reason where that i was like it was amazing i will do it again and again and again um but for me that was the only like you know i didn't have that that emotional component yeah and that's a that's an opinion i can respect i think you know i get it uh and I, i like that you understand you can't do that because of where it where it is in galaxy's edge and who you see like you see ray walking around you're not going to see a ride about darth vader yeah they would have had to redo everything the the entire thing um and i'm not saying they didn't do an amazing job um you know i they were you know they were making this before i think before even like the last jedi came out so they were making this before you know this this divisive um you know uh, uh Opinion, different opinions on on Star Wars was there. See, see, you can't blame them. They wanted to make the ride based on their thing. I personally, I will never really understand why they paid six billion dollars for Star Wars, basically for the trilogy, the original trilogy. They ain't paying that for Clone Wars. No disrespect for the Clone Wars, and they ain't paying that for the prequels. I love the prequels. They're paying for those characters in those places. Universal did Harry Potter. I'm. I will never understand why they didn't do that. But I love the land as it is. The ride is incredible as it is. Um, I think it's that emotional part that made me put Remy and uh, Mickey and Minnie ahead. Um, I, and I would still personally put like Pirates of the Mansion ahead of Rise of the Resistance. Uh, I, I, can, I can see that. I, I, I still have some thinking to do about where these new rides land on my list. Um, another great thing we didn't talk about, very similar to Pandora, is you didn't see anything with the word Star Wars on it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just so great because where you are, Star Wars doesn't exist. It's just life. 
and that is just something I, I find so so great. And and kind of, you you mentioned Pandora and just going off that. And I don't think I even told you this uh, when I was talking to one of the cast members. She was talking to me and she said, "Did you see the um, uh, the shooter? It's the thing that's hidden in the grass." And she said, "Did you see that? That is from the documentary." So they called Avatar a documentary. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the fact that you know, no Star Wars thing. I didn't notice if the bags were different, like in Pandora. I didn't notice that. I didn't, I, um, I don't know if it, if it was to be honest. We didn't get bags. But um, I would I would still like to. Um, I would like to talk to another cast member, and you know, because they're supposed to, you know, really play into the role. Like bathrooms are a different word, or or m- money is credits. Bright suns. Bright. Yeah, I I did say bright suns to a couple of them. I love that. It it just I would like to spend kind of like you know more time interacting with the world uh than riding the rides that would probably be the only regret that we didn't do more of that um the next the the next ride we did was smuggler's run millennium falcon yeah millennium falcon and it it was good uh we were both pilots we were our friends were very nice enough to give us a role of of pirate pilot uh it was very fun we were bad at it but we still kind of did well uh what i thought was great is the pre-show has Hondo, and I didn't know who this guy was because I'm not a Star Wars fan. So when I see this guy on Clone Wars, when I start watching the show, I'm like, oh, my God, it's the guy from the ride. And I thought that was great. Oh, uh, you just noticed him since we got back? No, no, no. I've seen videos of Hondo since Ga- Galaxy's Edge opened, oh. and I never knew who this guy was. I thought he was maybe created for, uh, for Galaxy's Edge, and... Uh, then I started watching Clone Wars a couple months back, and I saw him for the first time. I, I was blown away. I thought it was it's so cool. It's cool that they have someone from from the Clone Wars. Yeah. It's cool to to, rep- to represent that one. I did not like Smuggler's Run. Um, to me, it kind of felt like a video game. Now, now we were with two people, you know, two friends, and um, two other random people. Th- this is a tough ride to do if you don't know people. Um, you know, we were, you know, you like Nick said, they, they said, oh, you guys have never ridden it, be captains. And that was awesome. I was, I felt stressed. It was, it was stressful. It. Like the first thing I did is I forgot which way was up, which way was down. Yeah. And again, you know, we're with two people. They're just laughing, having fun. They don't care. But the, the other two behind kind of getting annoyed and I don't need to I have, don't know if they were getting annoyed, but like they very well could have. Yeah. So I like, it, it's cool. It's a very cool thing. I don't know if it's something I'll ever do again, honestly. And again. You have the Millennium Falcon. Okay, I, now I'm thinking he's he, he's you know for spoiler it's he's not around, but um, but uh, you know Chewie's still around, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> you could have Chewie. Chewie was in in the in the pre-show, but uh, yeah, it's just like it is like you want to do this stuff and how does it fit into your story? And I liked it. Uh, I can get it wasn't everyone's cup of tea, but it's fun to do. And when I go with people who've never written, I'm going to say you guys are the pilots. And yeah. Because I do want to try the other. If two you stuff. if you have a big group of friends, it's it's going to be more fun. Because who who the hell cares? But uh, I I don't know if I would if I would do it again. Other than that, yeah. Then we went to Slinky Dog and Toy Story Land. Anthony got to finally ride that. It almost it took like an extra five minutes to load when we got to the the gates, and I was like, Anthony, you're cursed. <laughs> and um, I I want to know your opinion on it. I think we have the same opinion though. Yeah, here's my hot take. Slinky Dog is not good. Well, that's not true. Okay, I thought okay, I thought it was something different. I think <laughs> I think if you close your eyes, it's compared to you know, uh Mine Train and Th- 
Thunder Mountain, it's a better roller coaster. If just the I like the ups and downs of roller coasters. I like the takeoffs. If that's all you care about, it's a better roller coaster. A ride itself, it's not better. I I, I get what you're saying. I, I respect that. I would just say if you close your eyes, if you're just doing that, then you know Universal or or you know local parks are gonna have good roller coasters. You yeah. know what I mean? So and but when people ask me like I I ask, I don't mean it. Go ahead. When people ask me like, is it better than Mind Trainer? Is it better than uh, Thunder Mountain because those are the ones like people compare it the closest to I, I say you have to like as a ride itself because I know people who only like I like the ups and downs of rides but the, the, the slow ride the slow part of mine train is one of the best thing when you're in the mine it's one of the best things and people don't like that because you're just you know slowly moving I, I felt it was kind of slow actually Oh, I was. No. I, I kept waiting for it to. May, maybe I just expected more. Yeah. Uh, I did love. There's like the three small hills. Was that that up? That that was fun. But I was I was disappointed. Now you know, it looks it looks great. Andy's backyard looks great. For some reason, Toy Story Land never hooks me like I, I wanted to. I oh, love Toy Story. That's where we differ. Maybe big it's time. the lack of shade. <laughs> uh, it is. It is sunny. But I absolutely love Toy Story Land. Yeah. I think I, its I, music is great. Randy Newman basically genius made the the area loop. I listened. Did to, he? I mean, it's it's all. Oh, know, I didn't know if there was unique. No, it's not. Twists. It's not unique stuff. It's it's all stuff from the movies, which makes it so great. Uh, I love Andy. I love Woody's Lunchbox. I like all three rides. People don't like Alien Spoil and Saucers. I like it. Still have not done that. Yeah. Uh, it's really not worth it. If like I know you're not gonna like it. Me, I would enjoy it. I but I don't know if I'd ever wait more than like a half hour for Slinky. I I, the, get I, I love the end. With um, what's his name? Weezy. Weezy. That was awesome. That's just classic Disney for me. But yeah, I, did Slinky, uh, I found very underwhelming. Now I think my, I I feel how I feel about Toy Story Land. I think it's because it opened around the time of of Pandora, and then I come from it after visiting Star Wars Land, and it just feels a little lacking. Now mm-hmm. that's also not fair because not everything has to be Pandora or Star Wars Land. This is more of a like a kid area. Um, it's built by a kid. It's built by Quotes. a kid. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so it's a little unfair to it, but it's just when I've seen what Disney has done and is doing recently. Yes, there's a lot of issues Disney's doing, but you know, Star Wars Land, Pandora, Bam Bam. Uh, Toy Story Land just feels for me, and I want to like it more. And you know, maybe I should spend more more time there. Um, but uh, yeah, just it, it it doesn't pull me in like like I want to. Yeah, let's get through the rest of studios and the rest of that this day pretty quickly because I think we're over an hour. Jeez. Um, we we had lunch at Hollywood Brown Derby, and I think we got the the three big like signature things. You definitely got two of the three. Um. I got the signature brown derby burger. I think that's what it's called. Delicious. Anthony got the Cobb salad, the classic Cobb salad. Fantastic. And then for dessert, we had to get uh, the grapefruit cake, and it was it was so good. Anthony almost was like, I don't know if we should get it. I was like, we're getting it. This is something you wanted to do. We're getting it. Yeah, Nick Nick uh, was right. And it, it I mean, incredible. brown derby was a great experience. We had a great uh, the great again cast members all around were great. Great, uh, just great atmosphere yeah. of the place. It um, really was. It really was good. We then we paid our respects to Walt at One Man's Dream. Went to church and um, 
Yeah, then we took a break and then went to Magic Kingdom. Nothing really special in Magic Kingdom. Just no, uh, I mean, it was, it was hung good, out with the friends, yeah, good, took some pictures. Good, good thing, but nothing noteworthy. And I watched Enchantment for the second time. Trader and, Sam's afterwards. Yeah, and that, that that's the best. Um, Trader Sam's, our favorite place on Disney property. We it was it was busy, so our group was uh, sitting at the same table as um, a couple and the guy's parents, and we talked to them the whole time. They were awesome. Yeah, it's just that's that's like the type of Disney guest that makes that place great. They, these aren't people that you know rushing to you know yell at cast members because they didn't have toys or something. It's just come on in, let's hang out. Yeah, they welcomed us. They made jokes that we were long lost cousins. It, it was a great experience. We got to see our some of our friends haven't never sat inside. Oh yeah, it was there. You know, we you know like initial uh, initial times being there. So uh, yeah, they got to see the new like the, the signature drink being called the two shots of rum. I was just waiting for all these drinks. I was like, I'm going to pay for them if they're not coming because these people have to see <laughs> what happens. It, it, uh, yeah, again, uh, Trader Sam's. I could I could spend hours in there. I I, I say we. Didn't overstay our welcome because you know there's this kind of high turnover, such a small place. If they could make that bigger uh, for the amount of time I waited, that's true. Both days yeah. we didn't overstay our welcome. Um, but if they could make that place bigger and kind of like make sure you get a good seat, uh, it would be perfect. Like I've said before, it's the closest thing we have to the Adventures Club left. Mm-hmm. I saw Nick pointed out where the Adventures Club was in Disney Springs. Yeah, it's the Edison. Gave gave tribute to that. Um, yeah, uh, Trader Sam's, you know, always and forever amazing. And then, yeah, yesterday was our final day. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing noteworthy. We we actually left early because it was the crowdest, it was the busiest, busiest time. Uh, we were in the parks. It was crazy. Um, was we did the Liberty Belt, Liberty Bell boat. Um, so relaxing, so nice. I loved it. Uh, Anthony forced me to watch Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah, clap your hands and stomp your feet. It's so good. It, it, it's a show. Um, and Phil and Magic needs to be. Well, it's getting refurbished. Yeah, it's, it's, and it it we're we're a month away from the new stuff, so it'll be that'll be great. I can't wait to see it with Dante and Coco. Country Bear's better than Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm only half kid. So yeah, then we we hung out at the resort, got a Bison Burger at uh, Nomad Lounge. You can spend so much not Nomad Lounge. Why is he normally allowed? Guys are point. You can spend uh, so much. I sat in front of that bubbling uh, hot springs for hours. Yeah, we and then like aside from Artist Point, we ate at all the places in. Yeah, we had that morning. We had breakfast at Whispering Canyon. Cast members great. I, I, I love that. Like they kind of warn you, like we're gonna have fun. Are you okay with that? And yeah. and then they really go into it. Um, nothing but good things about wilderness lodge nothing but good things the whole trip yeah i mean really i couldn't i didn't have a a a big complaint and you know people were complaining during the summer uh you know garbage every place i I saw custodial uh cast members all over the place i always kept saying thank you to them because these people overlooked we have a friend who was a custodial person so i always want to make sure that you know those people get it and when i would say thank you to cast members it was kind of sad because I could see in their face how much it meant. And I'm like, that means you're just not getting They this. should, every person that interacts with these cast members should be giving their gratitude and thanks. Honestly, the, the worst part about this trip for me was hearing from the people we knew, people you knew that were cast members. And just, it's unfortunate, but it was just a lot of stuff that they were saying. Was, it was, it's a tough time. For yeah. Them. And uh, it's just like you know, damn, these, struggling these, to get in the parks. Like that—that that was a perk, such such a great perk when I was a cast member. Yeah, not being able to see to see your friends, just telling me how you know it's been during uh, during 
COVIDs, talking about how the guests have gotten more entitled and, and ruder. Um, and it's like, you know, these, these are the people, and I said this t- to them, but, you know, Disney only works because they know they've got these cast members that love this place and love the guests. Um, and they take advantage of them, and so do the guests. Uh, and so that that's the only thing I, I don't like. And that, you know, I, when I was leaving Magic Kingdom for the, that night, I, literally every single cast member I saw, I said thank you to it, just up and down the street. Because I just, you know, these people need need that sometimes. It's You had a good experience. You didn't really have any of that. You know. I honestly did not have one bad experience with the guests. I think I'm the luckiest person in my college program group because I've had people say, my friends say, people come up and say, you ruined my vacation. For for buying stuff, what I, I want to smash! Oh like I, I can't believe like, and I just I never had to deal with that, so I just think I was a very lucky person. Yeah. In, so in you that. know we do you know just nothing but love for the cast members, and and the only the the, the last thing I say, I didn't mind the mask inside at all. Yeah. No. Now it, it, it like the second day, it's just like oh, you're just wearing a mask inside, it just became normal. Now if we if we I and I sometimes wore it outside if we were like big crowds or something just to you know get through. Um, it would have been miserable, and honestly, if I had to, I don't know if I would have booked the trip if I had to do it while I was outside. That would have been miserable walking around. But inside, it was nothing. And like if you were alone, you know, in the lobby or something, you could take it off sitting down. No one cared. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, the COVID, res- you know, no, you know, COVID restrictions were were, were fair. Nothing, nothing crazy. No people, one was rude. People were respected. Yeah, regarding we, you know, that. no one that we saw. Everyone respected it, which I was I was happy to see. Um, so yeah, all yeah. in all, one, you know, that was some, our trip. we've had some damn good trips. That you know, that that's that's right up there. You know, you, you I can argue that was the best trip I had. I, I needed, I had to be back there. Yeah, after two and a half years, it felt good to have a a jam packed, eventful, great trip. And I wanted to do this podcast the day after a because all our our ideas and memories are fresh. B because you know we are both struggling with the real thing of Disney depression. I was mm-hmm. struggling with it in the airport. I'm still bummed. Yeah, it's just that. I'm wearing a trip. Disney shirt, Disney hat. I'm just trying to keep in the mood. Yeah, and, and you know I, I think for Disney depression, you you, you know there, there's a reason you buy souvenirs because it's like all right, where am I going to put these things? You know, you get to look at the new ones, the memories. There's a reason you take pictures. You know, you have all of that. There's a reason you talk to friends and family about it, reliving it. The number one thing for Disney depression always and forever book your next trip start researching start looking at hotels you don't have to put money down right now but just thinking about your next trip I literally got off the plane yesterday and I'm thinking all right February March Disney World or Disneyland finally but I'm not I am never ever ever going two and a half years uh again now obviously it wasn't my choice yeah you know if the world shuts down I can't be blamed but um Someone's gonna send us a message. Anthony said, "Yeah, but uh, that's never happening again." And um, yeah, just you know, the Disney depression is real. Um, I'm know. gonna be going looking through all my pictures, just reminiscing. We we got people who want to hear about the trip, so we'll be able to you know live through it again. This was nice getting to talk through it. Um, before we go, I just got a question for you: Where does Wilderness Lodge land on your list of places to stay? It's tough. It, it it's really tough obviously it's top four you know those top four things are amazing and i mean i I really i can't i can't rank them i i think i still put animal kingdom lodge first only because it's it only because it's it's you mean over wilderness lodge or number one I don't know. I think oh, maybe number one, just because it's you know it's animal kingdom. It's the 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 detail in that Polynesian has Trader Sam's right. Yeah, yeah. 
those are, those are I, I don't know. I, I, I think putting Wilderness Lodge at four is too low. It's incredible. I think I have it. But the beach club, I mean, I mean, the boardwalk is is amazing too. All four, of the, like, it's going to be hard press. Well, I have to go to like the Grand, but and I'm, the Grand, I, I love the Grand, I'm sure. But those four, like, I think those four will always stay our top. Those four. are the Mount Rushmore of of uh, I hotels. Think, I think right now it's at number four, number one Polynesian, two Boardwalk, three Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, I I think I just got to think a little more about. It, it could get to number three. I, I, Animal Kingdom Lodge's biggest issue is its location. Yeah. But everything else about it is top tier. I'd say the food at, at Wilderness Lodge, Geyser Point's awesome. But aside from that, a little lacking. Wilderness, or, uh, um, Whispering Canyon is good, but mm-hmm. it's not amazing. Artist Point's now the, the, the Snow White thing. Rolling Forks is kind of disappointing. Um, and their gift shop is, is kind of lacking, too. But, um, I mean, I have no actual... One thing we didn't mention is we got to see one of the trains Walt built and ha- rode in his backyard. Yes, we got to see one that of them is, from is the Carewood. Copper, Copper Creek? Copper Creek, yeah, the DVC lounge, uh, the DVC area. Um, and, and we have a podcast named after him. Uh, our logo has him. Uh, we idolize the man. Being able to see something like that, like not a replica, actually that was amazing. Yeah, I got I got goosebumps when I saw it. It's one of those things, you know. Disney World doesn't have too many of them, like, you know, something Walt actually touched, you know, it's more in the the sacred place of Disneyland, but um seeing that was was amazing. Again, and and I would count that as part of the hotel even though it's DVC. Yeah, definitely. So again, having something Walt touched, Walt built, something that meant so much to him there is again amazing so i i don't know it could end up number two poly will always be king it's the poly um it could end up being two it could end up being four it doesn't matter there's you know wilderness lodge is you know i will be going back many more times and i i think anything else you have to add i don't know what the hell else we could add um, we were like, let's do a half hour. Yeah, we're at an hour 15 right now. Uh, today, let's start wrapping this up. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I know, again, we had another long hiatus. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe some solo episodes uh, are on the way. Uh, that would be fun. But uh, if you can follow me on Instagram, at Disney Detailer, Anthony. Disney Details, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. That's right. And I uh, just want to say... Thank you, Walt. Thank you, Roy, for making this happen. Thank you to every cast member. Thank you to all the friends that we hung out with uh, during the trip to make the trip awesome. And why don't you play us out? Kungaloosh!